Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. This podcast shares the personal journeys of Tummy Team clients as they restore their core and pursue being strong to be pain-free and connected for the life they were meant to live. Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey. This is Kelly, and I have a really fun interview today with two clients, um, a husband and a wife, Shireen and Paul, and they're from Australia. And uh, it's really fun to uh, get to share their stories because most of what we were talking a little bit before we started recording, most of the women or the men that did my program for a long time. Um, were the husbands of the women that did our program and it's shifted and now we have men from all over the place but this is it's pretty common that um, wives will kind of wrangle their husbands into the course and then the husbands have a uh, a great experience so we'll see how, what they have to say hi hi guys introduce yourselves hello everybody uh, my name's paul uh shireen um i'm a zookeeper i grew up in africa and born in africa and Grew up in big game reserves there, but um, I love my job as a zookeeper and sharing all the animals with people. I have, um, we lived in New Zealand for nine years and we've lived in Australia for 15 years. Um, and I have quite a physical job. They actually call us industrial athletes as zookeepers because we've got to pick up all the necessary and, and do all sorts of other things and enclosure maintenance and so on. Um, and I um, suffered with a back injury back in 2003 and had. Um, years of recurring back pain and I um, tried a lot of different things and um, Shireen over here saw your stuff Kelly and um, basically that's how I heard about it and it certainly helped me and it's really helped to seal up or heal up that recurring back pain which has been fantastic. Cool. So how did you hear about us Shireen? I got fed up with Paul's back pain because, as you said, he had an injury and then surgery, um, and then he would go through the cycle of pain. So it would be he'd be fine, then he'd have pain, and he'd be uh, in bed because yeah. he couldn't actually get out of bed because he actually had back surgery. And then it would be back to physiotherapy, and then he would faithfully do all these exercises, but every year it was the same thing, come along winter time and he'd be back in physiotherapy and rehab. And um, I was actually scrolling through Instagram and saw a picture that you had put up of a homeschooling friend of mine, her pregnancy with her, I think her third and fourth pregnancy with the angle of baby sits at. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And went to your um your Instagram feed and you had a picture there of if you have back pain, do not do planks. <laughs> <laughs> and I told Paul and he thought, no, no, my physio says I have to do planks to get better. That person doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> and um, the following week I was just so fed up with this pain medication pain cycle pause and I just sat on the internet researching back pain and everywhere I went it was the same thing uh pain management pain management and I said no pain means something's wrong it needs to be fixed and I think I spent over a week and then 
actually came across the Tummy Team website and then linked it back with your Instagram and I emailed, was it Jillian, I think? Maybe. Yeah. And Somebody that's how. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do the course yourself first and then Paul do it? Or did you just research for him to do it? Uh, oh, actually, I was researching for him because I didn't think I had any real issues. And um, at that stage, you only had the women's course. And um, as a homeschooler and a blogger, I reached out to see if you would gift me one to review on my blog, which I then did. And then I started listening to it. And, I, and the more I listened, I thought, oh, that's that's what's going on with Paul. So he would come home from work and I would be saying, oh, Kelly said this and this and this about your, you know, in my biology lesson with Kelly that. today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, it wasn't so bad because Kelly said, he was like, who's Kelly? <laughs> worried about it, you know? <laughs> but it's good, that's what it's about. <laughs> and, um, and then I would, because because that first one was uh, core foundations was very much aimed at women. I was like watching it, and then I get to a spot that I thought, okay, that's what Paul needs. And then he'd come home. I'm, you've got to something. You've got to listen to this. <laughs> and then he um, started doing the belly breaths, and then um, yeah, started really doing that that yes, part, yeah. and then transverse holds. But it, it didn't kind of resolve because he didn't have the full picture. In right. You were kind of taking. So so you start, you were on a desperate search on behalf of him, found Core Foundations before we had designed Core Foundations for men. And we did have some men go through the course. I tried to make it gender neutral. It's very difficult to do. Um, so you were kind of taking pieces out for Paul. Um, and you could, even though it, you didn't get the full healing picture, what? how did your body respond to that belly breath and those transverse holds? Could you tell that something was different? I'd say most definitely, Kelly. Um, I definitely took hold of those belly breaths. And I think what I remember um, sort of settling into my mind was, was that core foundation in itself. Because I'd always tried to... Um, strengthen my or, or engage my pelvic floor muscles and I don't think I was doing it correctly based on the information given previously and um, this really helped me to find those muscles which I think is a big part of what you explained in the beginning um, actually associating those muscles and getting your brain to to connect with them and um, now it's I can just do it before I engage in any exercise and it it really helps and I'll talk a bit more about um, some of that in a minute I guess but um, yeah. Yeah. So, so you kind of got a picture of oh where this is going, and then and then did we then launch Core Foundations for Men? And then you're like oh I I'd like my husband to do the full full course. Is that kind of the the calendar well, of events? Well, he did the, the he did those exercises, and I think it was I mean you didn't have a flare up for about two years, maybe three. Yeah, it certainly helped from then. That, even that little bit of information he had, especially oh. the. The, the pelvis and you know the the getting the, uh, the pelvis and ribcage aligned, knowing yeah. not to be crunching, learning yeah. how to breathe and engage the core, um, and that and that you know it's so simple now that you know it, but that just that sensation of elongating, 
um, how that is so transformative for people. And it seems so simple, but we don't do it. So I still struggle with that a little bit because you answer that. That's exactly right. So we tend to to do this, to slouch when we're speaking to people. And um, so it was a good two or three years. For me, when I'm tired at the end of the day, that's when I slouch most. I mean, morning, I'm upright and that's fine. But when I'm exhausted, that's when I've got to try and think about it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yes, it was a few years. Never, well, to say we now have Kelly's mantra, what you do the most wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love how you like, talk about me like I'm part of your family. <laughs> you are. Thanks to internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are now. Um, and then you had a little fear up, and then I saw you had launched the men's version, and I, I said to Paul, would you like to do this? But you're going to have to watch the videos. Um, and just knowing she how had to do a review, is, so I was locked in, you know. <laughs> um, it was good, but it, it just changing our mindset that this will be a little bit of work watching the videos, but um, doing the little bit of work means long term stability and health, and that made the difference. And the updated video, I actually watched them with Paul, so that that we were on the same page. And um, that was really good, wasn't it? Because yeah, it made a big difference. Yeah. And you could tell you could tell the difference um, between the men's course and the women's course, even though a lot of the anatomy is the same and a lot of the, the progression is similar. But um, there is a different approach for men. Um, very different. Yeah, it's, it's it's very different. Yeah, it's a different uh, approach, and and. <laughs> They go faster in some areas and slower in other areas. And really, um, and also just um, the way that I communicate in the men's program is a little bit more succinct um, and direct. Um, and I feel like that, that, that the men have been really responsive to that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you, so, so you did the course, you were, um, did you have kind of a little mix of like a little hesitant because, oh, gosh, I'm going to have to watch these videos each week, but also a little excited because you knew already that it helped in the bat before? Or did you just feel like, oh, this is the right thing to do? Let's do it. No, I think that was the case for me a little bit. Um, you know, nothing nothing that's worth it is easy. Um, and um, You've got to put a bit of effort in. And, and when I acknowledge that, I think. And um, so any sort of learning um it's valuable in that sense and i i'm glad i went through the whole lot i mean there's still stuff i could go back and take out of there i'm sure but i think for me what the biggest thing was kelly is that um that that basic core foundation as the whole thing's around anyway but anything i do now i try to do that and i i i'm saying this i have a bit of a tick and it's it's a bad habit and i tense my muscles and it's really irritating me sometimes so much so that i pull my muscles and i've started instead of um, doing that now, I've started engaging my core as as a response to that, which has been really helpful. So I, I'm putting it into the right place, that, that energy into the right area of my body, training the right muscles to be to be more balanced, to be more prepared for picking things up or moving or anything like that. Um, and I think that just it connects the top and the bottom body. And as Shireen said, we're both very tall people, and tall people, you know, have that bend in the middle. And um, this is about, for me, keeping that nice and secure and stable. And I find it's so important, bending over, not, not bending properly, 
funny enough, I'm a health and safety representative at work, and I, I should know about all these things, and I do, and I teach a little bit about, not teach a lot, but um, we'll, we'll always talk about proper manual handling techniques and, and all this type of thing. And it's, um, I think this core engagement plays a role in any of that. Picking anything up, we often lift heavy loads instead of trying to do it on your own, work together as a team, but actually just engage and then pick up. And I found that becoming more and more a part of my daily life. And even, and I've for a long time, and I'm not currently doing it, but doing a Pilates session in the morning, I'll get up and um, again, any of those exercises engage before um, undertaking the exercise. And it's, it really has in that sense been life changing. And, and I'm, I'm constantly trying to make it a way of life rather than just, oh, that's something I do only now. I must be trying to do it all throughout my day. And um, being more conscious of that has definitely helped me. And as, as Shireen said a moment ago, I haven't had the recurring back pain for, for a, a good number of years, which has been for me a big thing. You know, I, um, the morning, that's I'll, huge. That's, that's yeah. like, that gives you your life back. Living in that chronic pain. Yeah. That gives you the whole idea of what you, what you're trying to do, isn't it? I mean, I mean, there are other things as weight and there's see pregnancy and stuff too, but, um, you didn't need to deal with it, love. It's okay. I'm glad I didn't have to deal with pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, I just want to jump in there. Fine, yeah. He was saying about engaging, like he had been teaching people about engaging to lift. But actually what we realized through doing core was that it was air stabilization rather than engagement. Yeah. You, you know, um, it's affected that. holding his breath rather yeah. than engaging. It was and like bracing and tensing up. Because your body knew it needed some form of stability and it was using that form, which is actually ineffective, especially in the Yes. And that's made a difference. Mm. You know, we can remind one another, you know, using those, those points. And the other thing I was going to say is that every morning I'll stretch down, touch the floor um, for a good half a minute plus, and um, I'll engage before I do that as well. And it's really helped. So just stretching out those muscles and then it just helps everything to work in balance. And thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you asked the question, what difference did it make? And um, I think you'd been, uh, you'd been doing the men's one. I think you were in the second one. And I got in the car. He's always lay down in the car. <laughs> the yeah. back of the seat is always reclined. Reclined. Mm -hmm. And I got in and it was supportive. And I was like, did you move the seat? He was like, yep. <laughs> I thought, wow, that's the first time in, in over 15 years that he's been able to actually sit correctly in the car when driving. And so and now I know you can't recline like that, right? It feels terrible when you are reclined back now. Yeah, unless unless occasionally I have a bit of a flare up, you know, but it's, and, and I might do it. But other than that, other than that, it's so much better. But that's yeah, just yeah. a reminder, oh, I haven't been using the right muscles. That's there as a reminder, yes. So, so, so are you back to work, do, working in, at, at your job and doing all that physical stuff you were doing before? Um, yes and no. I'm my current role, which means I don't have to do as much physical work, which is great for me, but it's more about um, sharing our experiences with our visitors. Uh, and um, I love that. That's more my passion anyway. Um, so, but there's still a little bit of both. About a yeah. third of my time is keeping time, um, which could in encompass some of that. Um, my colleagues are quite conscious and quite, it's really great that they look after me and, and get me not to, don't, don't expect me to lift heavy loads if I don't have to. So that's been, that's been helpful. 
it's mm-hmm. about being wise about things. But um, certainly I'm able to still do, not maybe like prolonged lifting and things, but then you should be doing that anyway, you know. Right. So, you found a balance. <laughs> yeah, you found a balance. Yes. Good. Do you do you like so one of the one of the things I was I was in a different e session earlier this week with somebody that was like, oh, I still have these moments where I feel a little bit of pain. And I often use the term, I want you to live pain free. And I realized that that sometimes is a little deceiving because pain is one of the ways our body communicates to ourselves to tell us when we've overdone something or when we're out of alignment or when we need to respond in a certain way. Pain isn't always negative. Now, I don't want people to live in pain and be controlled by pain, but I think that there are times like you called it a little flare up where something you can start to start feeling. And hopefully at this, in this stage of your journey, you acknowledge it immediately and kind of address it and don't let it kind of spiral out. Like that's our goal is for you to understand when your body starts to give you some of the, those flare up symptoms that it's, it's telling you something and having the tools to kind of address that before you're bed bound, before you can't get up, you can't walk or you can't stand up. Do you feel like you have seen that you have those tools that that's kind of how you you've been using that the ongoing kind of information you have? I would say most definitely Kelly. Um, It just refers me back to, I would get a twinge if I had overdone it. And I might have carried on working at that point in time. Um, this is definitely has definitely helped in that regard. So I'll definitely take a step back, um, engage, just relax, and and go from there. And you know, it may be a bit of pain or something like that, but but definitely has has helped me. Yeah, you can avoid it. It's not controlling you anymore. I think yeah. people in chronic pain they get to this state of hopelessness because it can just be all consuming, right? Yeah, totally overpowering. Yeah. Another thing, I think, you know, we talk about balance. I think, it, you know, too much sugar can cause you pain, uh, joint pain or whatever. And so it's about also managing those things. But all of it's encompassing a lifestyle, a way of life, rather than just, okay, at this point in time today, I'm going to be doing these many exercises because that becomes boring. It becomes frustrating. It becomes limiting. But I'm um, just incorporating it, incorporating it into everything, everything I do in my life um, has definitely, I think it's definitely helped me. You know, it's just about, that's how I must live from now on. And that's and, what I want. I mean, I mean, all rehab kind of starts with a certain amount of structure and a certain amount of, you know, you have to do these things consistently. But as soon as possible with every one of our clients, I want to get you to the point where you have some base foundational strength, you have the flexibility you need, and then you have the tools to kind of feed and balance out your body on an ongoing basis where it's less of like a protocol that you're just checking off because not only does that get annoying, but I think mentally it keeps us in um, a fear and uh, I'm a, I'm broken. I need to be afraid. I need to be super I, well careful. I think is still fine. I think it's important to be careful without being obsessively afraid of doing stuff or having in, in your body or in your mindset thinking, okay, I, I'm a person with a bad back and I have to always know that instead you're kind of like, Oh, my back sometimes bothers me. And I have a history of an injury that I need to honor and respect, but that's not my identity. My identity isn't that I'm the person with the bad back that can't do 
That was your identity. That's right. That it's becomes changed. that whole mindset becomes a debility in itself, you know, debilitation, yes. and it's it's actually not not a good way to live your life at all. So, no. yeah, no. definitely, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you are there? Was there anything, and you kind of mentioned this, so you, it might be a re- repeat, but was there anything in the rehab process that kind of surprised you that this is what's going to help me? <laughs> I, I get this a lot from people. This is why I'm asking this question where, you know, people think they need to do the crunches and the planks and 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 stuff. And then when they when I introduce maybe a, a, any, you know, the breathing or the 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 abdominal massage or the stretches or something. It's like this, I can't believe that that was a component that was important. Did you have any of those kind of moments? I think what gelled that for me, um, as Shereen said, it was about initially finding the core muscles. So that was one part of the process. The second part for me that that I recall from the training was um, feeling the diastasis, trying to find that. And then those muscles. And when you, that actually was a bit of a, um, for me, I didn't think I would have one so big, you know. And it was, it was how big it was, was mine? It was actually surprising. I could, I could put a, I put, yeah, I could put my it was about that back. long, but but three three fingers. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And even when we told my GP, she was like, "No, he doesn't have one of those." I said, "Oh, yeah." That was, that was quite enlightening <laughs> in a sense, you know. And it was and a, a bit um and because it wasn't obvious when he did crunches or anything, he didn't have the the cone. But when you touch him, you could see that his muscles had a separation. Very yeah. much so, and quite deep as well. Yeah, that alone, that alone tells you that your muscles weren't working properly, right? And not not even yeah. secure enough to support your back. So that that education and awareness was probably pretty. That uh, helped me. Yeah. I used to do a lot, of, a lot of kayaking. I had a really strong core as a kid. And I right. um, used to go to do lots of sit-ups and that kind of thing. And I just, I suppose... My mind went back to that that as a way to strengthen my core, which you yeah. know was obviously counterintuitive. And I think that's that thinking is hard to break through for someone yeah. who who has that as your foundation growing up. You know, we we build our, our thinking and our thoughts on various things like that. And um, perhaps that's something you could address. You know, go back to that type of thinking when you were a kid. And I don't know, maybe it maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't work. But um, for me, that that was definitely where I had to change my thinking. A little bit with regards to some of those exercises, and and get them wrong. My Pilates exercises are fairly, fairly gentle ones. That's, mm-hmm. That is what Pilates is about, anyway, which was important for my back pain um, recovery. And um, so I, I'll still do those, but only the side planks now, of course. And you know that that, that has certainly helped. Um, what was the other one? Um, the dead ants on my back because. The dead bugs. Dead bugs, maybe. Sort of, of, um, no, I don't do those. <laughs> that, that that is another one that, that was causing me pain. So, and Sharon yeah. could see it. She could see my the extension and said, oh, "No, you shouldn't be doing that." So it was quite helpful, you know. She'd come and and um, correct me. Kind of good that you guys watched it together. Um, yeah. You know, because it is 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 a matter of being able to not nag the other person, but just support the other person and be the eyes they can't see. Because sometimes we don't even know. Um, I will sometimes be doing uh, a session with um, a client and I raise and lower my, my desk a lot. Sometimes I stand, sometimes I sit. And, and then um, 
afterwards, my husband will come in and talk to me. And he's like, oh, your desk is not in the right alignment. Because I'll be like typing, but I still have my desk really high from when I was doing something else. But I'm just like in the zone. And this is what I do for a living. But he walks in, he sees it right away. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to lower my desk. There we go. (laughs) Now I'm in a better position. But it is nice to have that accountability and to kind of um, make some changes together just in you guys are both tall, like you said, just in owning your height and lengthening in that and, and um, reminding each other, like there's, there's some stretches that we introduced throughout our course, kind of reminding each other of some of the, the things that help us feel better. Um, when, you know, if you come home from work and you're like, oh, you know, today my back is tired and you could say, oh, remember these stretches that Kelly did. And then, you know, let's go ahead and do these together. And I think that that always helps to have that partner to do that with. What you just touched on is a bit of a psychological thing. If you're around short people, I will want to come down to their level. And that is, you just said, own your height. And that that's just, just stuck for me because I think so often I'm saying to myself, actually stand up. And I don't do that enough. And I, I that is quite... Um, just something I'm going to yeah. take away. And I'm I'm not super tall. I'm five eight, but I'm taller than average, um, and I'm definitely taller than all of my girlfriends. And um, and so I do I do find myself kind of lowering to eye to to make eye contact, and and I've had to make a conscious effort to own my height and to elongate and to to stay tall. And it's interesting. Um, once I started doing that, like I probably didn't start doing that until I turned 40, <laughs> right? And so the first 40 years of my life, I was like, you know, <laughs> but, you know, and, and since I've done that, the, the number one thing that people say to me is, oh my gosh, your posture, you're so confident. It looks, you know, it, it, yeah. it it's amazing how just that little change changes the whole impression of how you move and for me I feel so much more grounded when I own my height but it's difficult it's difficult when you have children that are shorter than you it's difficult if your spouse is shorter than you um it you have to be conscientious about it but when I do that or um especially after I've released my like done a stretch or something I almost feel like helium balloons kind of attached to my head just kind of pulling me up it's it's feels good you know are there stretches that we introduced in the course that you do on a regular basis i haven't not no i don't think so i was i started doing some of those but other than in my pilates stuff i um what what are the ones that i do do showing still i mean i I don't really focus on all the exercises kelly um other than i will as I said, every morning I will I will stretch down to touch the ground, mainly my hamstring stretches. That's that's the yeah. thing that I will work on. I can't remember if that was part of your call or not. Yeah. Um, but Before, uh, yeah. I don't know whether doing a few press ups. Sometimes I'll do a few press ups. Um, that's probably not not the most successful thing either. But um, no, uh, I will do. Um, what is that on my back? You I do bridges, sort of a, bridges, and, and the, the, the normal Pilates. On the stuff. on the door frame. Sometimes he does that if he's really tired. And the big arm stretch and the neck stretches I sometimes neck, do as well. The neck yeah. one. Yeah. That, that was really good for me finding that and, and yeah the, the, the anterior neck, neck stretch that's another one that you look at when somebody's doing you're like oh that's not going to be anything you do it and it's it really that's made a big difference for me that one he came yeah. out and he said tried that I didn't think that would do anything so yeah. that's my one yeah. <laughs> and, 
it was probably <laughs> the, the one that really stuck with me. Um, yeah. But I'm not a physical job. I'm walking all day. I'm doing. I'm not. I'm not a desk jockey. Um, so I I do get out and do a little bit. Um, it's probably not an American term. Sorry. <laughs> no, it is. It is. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I've come from four different countries, so I should have to I've got to get to Oh, do they know what you're talking about? <laughs> it's quite funny really when it comes down to language. But um yeah, I just I'm just trying to, as I said in the beginning, in a nutshell, make it more a way of life. Um yeah. so I don't I'm I'm not very committed to routines. I'm not a very strong person in that regard. But I, I think for me just making it a part of my life is what really is important. And especially where I've got this bad habit, this this tick. That's something yeah. that's really helped me um, just to try yeah, and focus. simply being aware of where your core muscle was, what alignment you needed to be in, how to engage it with that breath, and how to not be bracing changed everything. And, you know, I we do have, like you said, you, you said, like, oh, gosh, I'm sure there's parts of the program I could go back and do. It's a really comprehensive program. There's a, we cover a lot of different pieces. But in the end, um, sometimes there's two or three things that that a person needs to, you know, really focus on. And those are the things. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So did you were you at all apprehensive about doing physical therapy online um, since you had seen so many physical therapists and it wasn't super successful for you? Did were you a little skeptical? Of doing physical therapy online, I wouldn't say skeptical at all. Um, it's just it's just hard to set aside the time, you know, and, and uh, make make a commitment. And and um, it was nice that that I had a, a reason and an incentive to do that. And so I would say to anybody, um, just stick with it, and then you know review it at the end and and take out what what works for you. And I think that that's the least you can do for yourself. You're not doing it for anyone else ultimately. You know, it's it's for your own life life um, outlook and and the way you live your life. And I mean, what's what's better than to to live a happy life rather than on a comfortable life, and a well balanced life rather than one where you're in pain every day and you're grumpy at everyone else in the household because of it, or you you, you know you, you're having an impact on others around you if you're in pain and they have to manage or you help you. And um, Shorin's no stranger to that. Um, having to help me through my back injury and stuff, and it's it's actually. Um, it's kind to others, but but more so to yourself. And it's about making the most of, of what you've got and the time you've got. And um, in hindsight, a- when you're when you're starting a course like this, it feels like oh, this big investment of time and this big commitment. But in hindsight, what you what you've gotten out of it, it was so worth the investment, right? Like your your life is so different. Well, I think. Because I had done core foundations and I knew how the first few weeks is a bigger amount of time, but I also knew the structure of if you know why you're doing something, it's easier to implement it. So before we started, we kind of said, you know, if I was going to a physiotherapist, I get in the car, I go to the physio, I sit and I wait, I go see the physio, I come home, that's an hour of my time. So if I'm going to do this course, I don't even, I, we decided not to look at it as a course because it's actually our appointment. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. And that. every Monday, that's our appointment so that we get a full seven days of the benefit of what we've learned. And, and that was key. That was something that you put in the men's mm. um, 
course, I think, yeah. that really changed how instead of doing a little bit every day, setting aside that full time, right, it's Monday, whether you're, because Paul works a strange roster, so yeah. I said, we can't go on your days off. It has to be every Monday, so you and I both know. And we set aside yeah, you, that you time. It's, an appointment. it's an appointment yeah. we had. We, we're going to our physiotherapist mm -hmm. and we're going to see, we're going to just watch mm -hmm. the um, videos. If we need to take a break, because it's a lot of information, we do that, but we come back and we finish. Yeah. Um, print off the, the handouts. They were great. They were great. They were definitely great, Kelly. Yeah. Because um, they're comprehensive. We knew what we were doing for the week. We could. Oh, we didn't have to go back to videos. We could just. Well, I've gone back to them a few times since then. Obviously. Yeah, the handouts and stuff are really helpful. Yeah. Um, it was just that commitment. This is well, our, that's what I want people to think about. It's like you're seeing a physical therapist. I'm your physical therapist. And the first day you see me, it's going to be longer. It's like the first appointment. We're going to, because we, we have to cover a lot of stuff, a lot of background. Um, but the first day I'm going to see, it's going to be a little bit longer to get all of the background information in and then get you started. And then like if you went to see the physical therapist on Monday, she would give you homework until she sees you the next time, right? So I give you homework that you do a little bit every day. And then the next Monday, I see you again. It's just in an online, you know, format where now yeah. we have information again. And and it's usually exactly what your body needs to, to do at the next step. And so that's how, yeah, we, we did add that, that instruction in that first video of all of our courses to help people be more successful. Cause I think what they would do is they'd watch the videos a little bit throughout the week. And then the next week of videos would, would be available, but they hadn't actually done the work of a week <laughs> because they just finished watching their videos on Friday. Nice. I did struggle with that, but I mean, it would have been a lot of work on your part, putting the whole thing together, you know, yeah. and progressing and extrapolating where it's going to, you know, be at that point in the progression. Right. And so, um, yeah, I just say to people, and, and obviously you did this as well. You said, work through this stuff and then go to the next thing and move on, even if you are a week or so behind. And um, that was helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. So is there, um, is there anything that you, learned um in this process that you wish you had known years ago that if you could tell yourself years ago some information that maybe would have prevented your back injury i don't know what kind of back injury if it was traumatic or you know chronic but is there anything that you wish that you would have known earlier well basically just the belly breaths and, and engage that engagement process and doing that correctly i think prior to any 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 engagement, any lifting, any you know, any work that had to be done, because um, I think I used to, I probably carried a lot of pain in my younger years without thinking about it. And I'd had the odd injury, the odd fall, and um, I think I was a little bit imbalanced in, in terms of my muscles, and I I favoured certain certain side of my body, and I'd bend and, and I'd, I'd curve a little bit, all those sorts of things. And I think if I I'd gotten the balance, the core bit right first, that would have been that's the biggest part of your whole thing for me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. How about for you, Shereen? Um, that, that elongation, rather than putting your chest out to, mm -hmm. to be um, 
tall because I'm six foot I would do you stand up straight and it was that instead of in the elongation and just the elongation has made a difference in it kind of um releases everything not just that that was the surprising bit it releases so many different sets of muscles and takes pressure off the spine in a way that you wouldn't think it would actually and it, it is a physical thing you're doing but it's so much a mindset like once you know that it's like oh and and for me when I try to when I think about that elongation and I can't quite achieve it, then I know, oh, I need to go into a couple stretches. I need to do some some shoulder rolls. I need to do a couple of belly breaths. And now I'm going to elongate and whoa, it's easy now. So it's kind of like, it, it, it's, it's a litmus test to some extent of like where I'm at. Can I elongate without fighting against my body? And if I can't, what do I need to do to get there? And then, oh, now I'm there. And it's that, that release that happens throughout your body because it puts your body in like the alignment it's meant to be in to work with. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it, it, it just lets you know, oh, you're compensating. You're using the wrong muscles to do the wrong job. And that is why you are tired. Yes. Um, yeah. Before it was like, oh, I'm just tired because I've had a long day. Or because my body is weak. <laughs> it's, I'm tired because my all my muscle sets are doing jobs they were not designed for. And yeah. that was actually quite... Yeah. You've spoken about that quite a lot, actually. You always you're, remind, you're, that, remind me of that. Yeah, you, it, it's, it's made a difference because now I know that that's why I'm tired mm-hmm. because just the wrong muscle groups, really. Yeah. Going back to that balance. Yeah, it sounds like the education was really helpful for both of you and like how you think about things. Um, And, uh, you know, in the beginning, when I was first designing all of my courses, I'm an educator by nature. I feel like I don't want somebody just blindly checking off a list. I want them to be the best owner of their own body and to know why they're doing what they do. And why, how it works, um, because then I feel like, you know, you haven't done this course for years, but you, these are things that you know now, like you can't unknow this stuff. Yeah. And, um, and that's what makes me excited. And so when I first started designing the courses, I was like, oh, are people going to sit through all of these educational videos? But I, I couldn't not have them in there. I felt like it was a disservice to people to not have them truly understand why they were doing what they're doing. And that has proven um, time and time again to be the thing that most clients say that they appreciated hindsight was why they were doing what they were doing and that, that understanding and knowing more about their body than they did from any other physical therapist or doctor or, you know, fitness instructor. I think knowing why motivates you to do the exercise because you have a reason. Yeah. Um, and I actually, to be honest, Kelly, when I recommend the tummy team courses, I tell people um, it's not just an exercise program. You are going to be doing anatomy course <laughs> with Kelly because if you know why she's giving you the exercise, you will do them. Whereas if you get the, when, when you say to somebody belly breaths, they kind of look at you as though you've lost your marbles. But 
when you say, well, these are the muscles and this is why, they're like, oh, okay, I can do that. And I often tell people, this is the course you need to do and you're going to be doing, be patient, do watch all the videos because... I think when you were creating this course content and if you felt that should you put this in or that and I think you've, if some people are going to take a lot of it away with them and some are going to take less away with them and I think, you know, it's it's hard for someone like you to, to think like but I, I think you've got to build the body from the bottom up and address all those, you know, all those muscle groups or whatever it might be and, and everything around that and so it's fantastic and um, even if people don't take the entire amount away with them, but have have something very valuable for themselves, then that's a win for Concrete. you. You know, um, yeah, yeah. Or, and for them and their lives. Right, right, and, and that's what that's what I've learned. That's what I've learned along the way, and it's all based on what I've done in the clinic. Like I know when I skip steps in the clinic, um, how it affected, and when I spent the extra time on on doing this, the effect of that. So the, you know, fortunately, I've been doing this where I get the feedback immediately from a client, you know, and, and that's how it was all designed. It was designed, you know, I'm not just guessing, you know, I based this on people I've worked with, but then I'm still putting it out there on the internet for people that I don't get to see in person while they're doing it. And, you know, so these, these interviews are so helpful for me to see everybody's different experience and what people take away from it and what they implement and how it's impacted their life. And, the whole reason we do this podcast is so people can hear everybody else's stories because we're all different, but we're all kind of more alike than we think. And yeah. I think it's really great for people to hear your story. And I love that you are not living in pain. That makes my day. I love that too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you want to share? One last Anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Um, yeah, I think it's if you're struggling still with pain while you're doing the course, it's worthwhile doing an e-session because I was doing core foundations and I just had this, this nagging, that bra line pain you talk about, and I did a a session and I thought, oh, how's that going to work? I'm in Australia, you're over there. How's that going to work? And um, I actually did one, and it was really quite incredible how I think I did it with, I can't remember now, I think it maybe might be Jillian. Did you do it with Jillian? Yeah. So, yeah. And she picked up straight away that there was an exercise I was doing, I was not doing correctly. And it was, she said, oh, I know what you're doing, because she saw me do something. She asked me to do a couple of movements. Um, and straight away was able to help me, and that really changed the trajectory of the outcome. So if anybody's hesitant about doing an e-session, I, I would encourage them to do it. If they're doing the course and something's just not right working or not right, it, it actually does it's make it quite amazing what we can do in an e-session. Um, yeah. You know, being a physical therapist for – over 20 years, I, I, when I first, I would have been the first person to say, I don't think you can do physical therapy online, but lo and behold, yes, you can. We are helping people all around the world, obviously. Yeah. Australia. And um, it's, 
it is amazing what we can see and what we can identify. And also when you communicate your symptoms, how we can understand what's going on in your body and give you tools. And we, you know, that's one of the things that we think about now. We've kind of really talk about the tummy team as being an international online physical therapy clinic. So that if you don't have a specialist where you are, we're right here. We're the specialist and we'll come to you. And it's, it's pretty, it's pretty um, gratifying to see how successful um, an e-session can be for people and how people that wouldn't have had somebody with this information where they live to have access to that. So I love technology for that point. I would say just to synopsize that if anyone is, is having doubts about, you know, this online content or anything like that, um, just don't, don't ha you don't have to live with the pain for the rest of your life. You just, you know, it's, it's not a big thing to, to do this course. And I think, um, you know, the, having those tools to change your life, you know, um, it's just so worth it. You don't have to live with the pain. And I think that's, is the biggest part for me. Um, yeah, just deal it's with hard. It. It's hard for people to hope, but it's really great to hear another person's story and to see you on the other side of it um, years later. Even implementing some of this stuff years later, and it's still having such a positive yeah. effect on your life. So I love that. There's so much to live for. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And um, we would love to help you be pain-free and strong for the life you're meant to live. So check out more of what we do at thetummyteam.com. And thank you, Paul and Serene, for joining me. It thank was you, really Kelly. Fun. Thank, thank you, everyone. You. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. The Tummy Team is committed to validating your story, providing you with relevant practical education to understand your body, and offering effective solutions to live the life you were meant to live. Check out thetummyteam.com to get more information about how we can help you specifically and see if one of our online programs is right for you. You can also follow The Tummy Team on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube to get tips, encouragement, and support.